everybody. Welcome back into a brand new episode of Dimming the Gaslight. So I have been reviewing my trial dates uh, for my DV trial. And it's funny, like a lot of times I go in and there's no movement. But for the first time ever, the analogy that I'm making is we grease the slide a little bit. And the next session that we have, we're going to push her down that slide. So I brought back on my lawyer, Brittany Parisi from Parisi Law Firm in New Jersey. Brittany, say hi. Hi, everyone. Again, I'm happy to be here. I'm, yeah, I got it. I wish you could see the look on my face. I'm cringing at the joke. Like, <laughs> we're going to grease up this slide and push her down the slide. You're yeah. not wrong. No, Thanks for true. having me back. This yeah, is going to be a fun one. This is a fun one because like there's not a lot of movement and we've been talking, you know, I've been doing this podcast for the better part of like 18 months and, you know, like this is starting to move a little bit. And uh, so let's just get into it. So it was funny the night before, you know, Brittany and I have been preparing tirelessly, organizing evidence or, um, you know, breaking them down to subfolders and things like that. But the night before the trial, Brittany and I were on the phone. We've been so, wait, I have to interrupt. We've been doing this since the first day we met. Let's yeah. let's let's put yeah. that right out there. Totally. You came to me with like all the evidence I could possibly need. I so know. go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So the night before, we're on the phone, and I don't know what Brittany said. Right? She said something, and I go, "Yeah." Like when we were at the football field, and I told the story, and that's why this restraining order is in place. About I always describe it as a football field practice gone awry with my young son, and I don't know what happened. Brittany said something, and I go, "Yeah," but she was texting me on our family wizard while it was all going on. And Brittany's like, what? She's like, wait, what? She was texting you? And I was like, like, why didn't you tell me that? And I was like, I don't know. I guess I'm stupid. Or I guess I thought it didn't matter. But I thought I did tell you that, but I didn't. So I sent Brittany the OFW, which is our family wizard uh, messages, which is a co-parenting app that me and my next communicated with at the time. And Brittany, it's gold, right? The OFW. Yeah, it's beyond gold. I mean, I think we spent... Well, we won't, we won't give too much away, but we spend the entirety of like our cross talking about those messages. It was gold because first of all, I don't know how I didn't know this existed until the night before I thought I missed something, but then I said, there's no way I've been through. I know this, like the back of my hands, Mm -hmm. I can tell you the timeline. Mm -hmm. We've talked the timeline, like the back of our hand. I, I don't know how they sit through the cracks, but I have to say the lesson here is that you know what, no matter how much you prepare, it's always good to have that little last conversation before you go to sleep. Right. Cause we prepared the night before. Remember we didn't, we we said, we're going to prepare the night before then the night night before the night before we prepared Mm -hmm. night before trial. We're just going to have a 30 minute conversation. That's when these come up. And it's not as if uh, it's no, it's no secret that I believe we've won this case already. I don't know if I put it out there, but to you, I've said this. Matt. Yeah, totally. It's no secret. I believe we won this already, but these messages move the needle, the needle even further like, yeah, yeah. in my belief. So go ahead. So it's funny. So I got a review on Apple podcasts from, I guess, a listener who said, this isn't a good example about how everybody claims things are narcissistic because this guy doesn't present any evidence on his podcast. And it's funny, the reason I don't present any evidence on my podcast is because if my next ever found it, then what the hell would I do, right? But for the first time ever, the evidence is presented. So I'm going to present it on the podcast. Before I get into the evidence real quick, Brittany and I, so when we got to court, I was laser fucking focused, Brittany. This is, I knew that if this was heard, like if this is a football game, you and I are both sports people. If this was a game, right? We were going into the game and I was laser fucking focused, but my laser focus, you looking at me, you, you told me that you thought I was mad at you because I was just so focused. What did you think about my demeanor? Why did you think I was mad at you? I'll be honest, you were just, you were exhaling and huffing up and puffing a lot. And I could hear you getting out the energy of yeah. like that, just frustration of knowing like, oh my goodness, it's about to happen, but it didn't happen the last couple of times. So what if it doesn't happen? Mm-hmm. And I, you know, even though I'm bringing the presence of calm, I think into the, into the room, whenever we're there together, 
your energy and every client's energy does have an impact on me. I'm human. Right. So it was just because I felt like you were, you you were less talkative. You really had nothing to say. I was showing you things and you were like, I don't, you didn't really like want to look at it or read it. And that's kind of how I get when I'm in that laser focused mode where I'm like, someone don't bother me. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, ready to go to war. I, I knew I was going to battle. And it was funny. Like we were on the phone at 7 a.m. The day of trial court started at 830. And I was just like, Brittany, there's nothing left to talk about. Let's go. And you go, you know, Mac, you seem a little upset. And what did you ask me? What was the question you asked me right before oh, you got off the phone? I'm really proud of myself for this one, actually. I think I handled this really well. So pat myself on the back, which I think everyone should do more often, honestly. Um, I said, listen, I said, you sound a little mad. You sound, I, I don't know what it is. I, said, I get it. This is the moment, the moment you've been waiting for. So if I have to be the punching bag today, just tell me and I'll be that person. I'll play that role. And what did you say back to me? Brittany goes, do I have to be your punching bag today? And I shrug my shoulders on the phone. I go, maybe. And that was my way of saying, listen, I'm fucking laser focused, but I am pissed off. And I know I'm going to get into a fight, right? So we get to court. And I'm geared the fuck up. And, you know, we, we, we walk in and Brittany was also very laser focused and she's sitting next to me in the court and she's got her notes open and she's going through everything. And I want to tell a quick story because this is going to come back later on why I'm telling this story, but there was somebody who went before us and Brittany doesn't even remember this because she was just so laser focused on what she was doing. But there was a guy before us, a huge guy, I'm talking maybe six to 300 pounds and the judge uh, puts a restraining order, a full restraining order on this guy. And the guy goes, he stands up, he goes, fuck you. I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm going back to prison. I'm going to go kill that motherfucker. You're an asshole. And he walks out of the court and I don't, Brittany just doesn't even remember this. I guess you were just so focused, but this, the, the reason I'm telling this story is going to come up a little later. Okay. And um, so we get called up, we get up to the desk. And like I said, for the first time ever, we began our cross, but I've never presented any of my evidence on the air. Okay. But I have in my hand, I'm holding in front of the camera for Brittany, the OFW messages that my next sent me at the time that she's alleging that I was abusing my children at a football game. Okay. So I think it's, I think it's also important to mention that really in the context of this trial, you've never presented a single piece of evidence yet. Nope. And really neither has she. She's just presented verbal allegations. Mm, she's presented evidence, but let's put it this way. For someone whose verbal allegations are as horrendous as right. they are, she's right. presented absolutely nothing. Right. Absolutely totally. nothing to back up what she's really saying. Right. Um, I could I could talk. I could do a whole episode on that itself. Right. And, mm -hmm. you know, Maybe that's down the line that people are interested in that. But yeah, this is the first time we we ever presented a single piece of evidence, right? Right. Was this. Right. And the thing we pulled out, thing Mac pulls out the night before. So that's just to keep all that yeah, in mind. 11, 11 mind, you, mind you, I have to tell everyone, nine, wait, are we saying the date or no? Uh, yeah, you can say the date. Okay, so. Uh, I, I, I have to put this out there for me because it's just too bizarre. And that's, this is why Mac and I get each other. The date of the incident that we're in court about is my birthday. <laughs> so something you'll never forget. A date I'll never, forget. ever Re forget. Like that. It's one of the worst days of my life. And I hope you had a good birthday. <laughs> you know what? I don't even remember. I won't remember every birthday. I'm going to text you now. And I'm going to say happy perjury day. Happy perjury day. All right. So listen, let's get into the evidence. So this is important. Okay. I pick my children up at 4.30 PM. Okay. But the next sends me an Our Family Wizard message and it's 4.34. And this is what the Our Family Wizard messages says. It says, next time you pull out your camera to video me in a dress, I'll pull away with the kids. You're videotaping me. Uh, you're videoing me dropping off the kids. And both of our kids are screaming and begging not to go with you. All right. So Brittany begins her questioning, right? And she reads, she, she enters this into evidence and she asks the next to read it into evidence. Okay. And um, Brittany's question was, 
you said that there was, um, was there any court order in place that um, says that I couldn't video? Now I video everything when my, when my next is in my vicinity because she can allege anything. So I have to show the real story. So the next goes, well, I don't know. And, and so the next says, um, Brittany goes, well, was there a court order in place? And she goes, um, I don't believe so. And she looks at her lawyer and she goes, was there? Why was she asking her lawyer on the stand if there was a court order in place? You know, I think her actual words were, I don't know what I signed. Yes, I was just going to say that. Thank you so much. I didn't want to interrupt. Oh my God, I got so excited. Okay, she exactly, she said, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I signed. And man, I wanted to in on that really hard. Then she looked at her attorney and said, uh, did it, did it say that? And then the judge did pipe in. Right. And the judge said exactly what I was going to say, which listen, it's a yes or no question. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're giving too much right now. We don't need to hear all the extra. Right. And then he rephrased the question saying, um, you know, it doesn't matter whether an order existed or not. Or were you aware at the time of any order my question was that prevented Mac from mm-hmm. videotaping you yeah. at that time. In fact, when she said no, finally I said, was there an order ever in this case? Nope. And I said, there was never an order in this case nope. preventing anyone from videotaping, right? Right. And that still took a little while to get just a... Yeah, she talks talks in circles and we're going to talk a lot about how she talks in circles, right? So she said I was videoing her in a dress. If she puts it in our family wizard, she thinks like, I think she's so sexy or something that I want to video in her in a dress. She's repulsive to me. But the thing is now is that I have to record everything because she can make any allegation she wants. So she said next time she's going to drive away with the kids in the car if I videotape her. And Brittany's question to her was, was that, is that a threat? Brittany asks the next, was that a threat? And my next goes, no. And Brittany said, well, if you're if you're saying that if he does something that you're going to do something, that is a threat, right? And the next kind of paused and she was like, yeah. She admitted that she threatened me, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> so then moving along in this article. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. I have to add in there. I wasn't expecting that. So it's interesting because we prepped so much and we prepped for some answers we were expecting, but we did a great thing at the end where we started prepping for the opposite answers of what we thought. Yeah. And that was one of them. And so that, you know, it threw me for a second, but boom, we had, we knew exactly where we're going after that. Right. And she admitted to it being a threat. So my response to her saying she would drive away on OFW. On OFW, I wrote, if you do, I will call the police for violating my court-ordered visitation time signed by you. And Brittany asks my next, was that a threat? And what was the next's response? Well, yeah, I, I take everything he says is a threat. Exactly. And she and Brittany goes, oh, great. Thanks for letting us know that. Yeah. She said, I... Take everything Max said as a threat. And Brittany goes, are you see-? like, oh, okay, good. Because that's that kind of lays the foundation for the rest of the case. And yes. so then on our family wizard, she writes, by the way, the children's poor eyes are red and puffy from screaming that they don't like you and don't want to go with you. Also, and at the time I wasn't represented by Brittany, I was represented by another lawyer, but she said, you better call your lawyer. You're late with numerous payments, payments, which could stop visitation until you pay up. And Brittany had a great question here. And what was the question that you asked her about that? Uh, I asked her in words to the effect of, you know, I said, um, you know, you were represented at the time that you sent these messages. Yes. Um, in fact, we already knew she was represented by the same attorney that she has now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, you know, uh, you, did you you discuss without telling me what you discussed with your attorney? Are you, you know, aware of the fact that child support, non-payment of child support has no effect on uh, parental time, parenting yeah. time and custody. And the two are completely separate and aside. 
And she interrupted me and I, I, I'll go ahead and just tell you the answer, but she responded with, she said, well, that's what I thought was the case at the time. She said, she said I assumed. I, oh, that's what I assumed. You're right. I assumed at the time, another key word that I love that she said that I'll, we'll bring back for sure. Um, I assumed at the time, but then later on, my attorney informed me that that was incorrect. Mm-hmm. And now I don't know if you're, if I'm beating you to the punch, but I did follow up with, so let me get this straight. You have been represented by the same attorney since, what was it? At least a year and a half before that. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're talking Tierra one yeah. before Tierra one yeah. in the divorce planning stage. Yeah. So you've been represented by your attorney, by your own testimony from the last time since this date was like a year and a half before. And it, you just learned after nine fifteen that this is the law. And I'm not behind on my child support. That's the best part. I'm not behind yeah. on my child. So this fucking idiot's a moron. So she goes and she says, well, you know, I didn't know that, but now I know that. Right. So my next response in our family wizard is please stop. That's it. And that's what I've been trained to tell, to say, please stop. You wrote that. Mm-hmm. You wrote that. And it's important. I had to read that into the record mm-hmm. because the more you're saying, please stop. What are you actually saying to her? Like, this is harassment. Leave me alone. Right. And your response, right, exactly. And then it was, okay, so this is the first, like, next talking circle, stupid fucking moment that hurts my brain. Brittany asks her, but you didn't stop, did you, Nex? And she goes, yes, I did. And Brittany holds up the paper and goes, there's more messages here. And she goes, well, they should have been in another thread. And Brittany goes, no, 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 no. And I'm so proud of you because I feel like this is the first time you're really picking up on how she talks in circles. She goes, well, this should have been a separate thread. I did stop. And she goes, no, isn't there more messages on here? And she goes, yeah, there is. And we learned at that moment, my next has a tell. What is her tell, Brittany? Okay, I'm scan. I'm gonna just gloat for a minute because I love figuring people out. I'm mm-hmm. a psychology major. This is why I do this job. Is I love just the human condition and understanding somebody, right, wrong, good, bad. I just love figuring it out. Mm-hmm. And she's been this enigma that you've talked about for a while that I've seen on the stand answer direct questions, right? But those are always prepared with mm-hmm. your attorney. This was the first opportunity, and you you warned me and you said. Just wait till she gets up there and you're going to see. We got a little glimpse of it, the first 30 minutes of cross-examination, and then we had to come back, right? So the point is that when I, when I asked her these questions, I started to notice she started to whisper her voice and give little answers. Can you, no one can hear me. When is, no one can hear me. So the answer was whispered. She would cower and not talk project she cowered in her seat too her tell is she kind of will monotonely answer her guilt so she'll be like yeah i didn't stop and i don't know Mm. if anybody can hear that but it's very quiet it's very under her breath and all myself Brittany, and the judge go speak up please like we can't hear you and it was at that moment we realized she has a tell and so continuing with the our family wizard messages she goes okay so I ask her to stop. She doesn't stop. Okay. So now we're at the football field and this is, you know, I'm disciplining my child because he didn't want to put his football pads on and I wanted to put his football pads on. So she wrote, I will be bringing this to the court. You're yelling and demanding our son stay by you and talk and not talk to me. Yesterday, our daughter came by you. He is allowed to be by me. The adults are videoing and observing you enough. And then this is gets really one of my favorite fucking parts, right? This um, is the gold. This is the golden nugget of this entire thread. Yeah. So she says, um, Brittany goes, well, let me ask you a question. You say here that the adults are videoing you and audio recording you. And she goes, is, have you presented any video or audio evidence to the court of the things that you're alleging. And so help me God, Brittany, I got to say this line because it's just as bad as a couple of weeks ago when I said correctly, incorrect. Brittany asked, have you presented uh, video or audio? And wait, the next wait. says, the next says, 
not to my knowledge. And Brittany, myself and the judge all look at each other and go, what? Not to your knowledge. And Brittany goes, say what you asked. Okay, just to be clear, we didn't all look and say that to each other out loud or else someone would have gotten kicked out of the courtroom. Again. Again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we did all have this moment of eyes bugged out of our heads, looked at each other, paused, silence in the room. And she said, to the best of my knowledge, and I took a beat, looked around to see if anyone else was as appalled as I was. And I said, you were present for your testimony on direct examination the last two times we were here, three times we were here, right? I said, yes, it just no like that. I said it just like that though. I mean, and, 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 and the thing that Mac forgot to mention is that was the lead off question of cross. Yeah. Lead off question was there was, there was um, audio and, and video of this, of the events that happened that day. Right. And she said, no. Yeah. Well, so then she goes, not to my knowledge. And Brittany's like, you were present for your own testimony, right? And the judge interrupts and he goes, well, he goes, you could ask, have you seen it? And the judge was helping us. So Brittany goes, actually, I will rephrase the question. Have you seen any evidence of, um, you know, the things that you're alleging? And she goes, well, the witnesses haven't been here yet. And Brittany goes, have you seen any evidence it's a yes or no question. It was, it was yes or no pulling question. teeth with these narcissists, man. And she goes, no. And like mutters it under her goddamn breath. And Brittany goes, thank you, right? So Brittany goes, hey, well, thank you for bringing up the witnesses, okay? How many people were at the football field that day? And the next says approximately 100, maybe. She goes, 100 people. She goes, and how- That's a lot. It's a lot of people for a football practice. She goes, and how many of them do you think we're recording? She goes, maybe two. She goes, huh? She goes, and one of those witnesses is Miss So-and-so that you are bringing in as a witness. And the next goes, who? (laughs) And Brittany goes, Miss So-and-so. And she goes, oh, you mean Lisa. And she goes, I don't, I know her as Lisa. I don't know her as Miss So-and-so. And she goes, that's her last name. Yeah. So-and-so Lisa, so-and-so. Okay. And she goes, it's your witness. So basically what I did was I used her answer as a transition. Okay. Into moving into a topic. I knew I already wanted to talk about, which was the fact that no audio or video has been presented by her thus far. Okay. She's a, she's about to be off the witness stand. When I'm done with my cross-examination, your next goes off the witness stand. The only then thing left for her case would be her witnesses, which we've been told this entire time that there would be two. Okay. Mm -hmm. So she brought up the witnesses and I said, well, thanks for bringing up the witnesses. I want to talk about that for a minute. You've got two witnesses that are testifying in your, in support here at trial, right? Right. The, the idea is she didn't know who her own witness's last name was. That's the point. That's the she point of the story. She, she didn't know who her own witness was. She said, I know her as Lisa, not as Miss So-and-so. So Brittany goes, well, you have a connection to her from your past, don't you? And she goes, no. And she goes, okay. She, oh, goes, yeah. Yeah. she goes, all right, let me ask you a question next. Where did this alleged incident take place? And the next says Pleasantville. She goes, I see. She goes, where did you, where's the house right now? She goes, Pleasantville. She goes, where do you work right now? Pleasantville. Uh, where did you go from grades kindergarten to 12? Pleasantville. Where do your parents live? Pleasantville. It was like a minute of Pleasantville, right? So she goes, so have you ever spoken to Miss So-and-so in the past? And she goes, no. And then I love what Brittany did. Brittany pushed her a little harder because I think the next was scared about what we're going to bring up. And Brittany goes, you sure about that? And what did the next say? That was bold of me, honestly. Yeah, it was. Uh, I can't believe the judge let me get away with it. And then she, she said, well, except for that one time I met her at the beach. Oh, you met her at the beach, huh? Well, I, yeah. Oh. And oh, then the, ju- the, the judge interrupted and he said, okay, wait, <laughs> It was a yes or no question. Again, Mm -hmm. did you ever have a conversation with her prior to 
the yeah. events of 915. And she said, well, no, just only when I was at the beach. And the judge said, I have a, a little bit of a problem here with the way you're answering these questions, because I'm, I, I'm conveying to you that you need to answer yes or no. You don't need to interrupt and answer too soon. And you don't need to clarify. Just yeah. answer what's being asked of you. Yeah. So she was forced to give the name of, it turns out, wasn't a beach, wasn't a beach. She called it then a lake. Lake. So no, I'm sorry. I grew up at the beach. I never would call a beach lake and I wouldn't call a lake a beach, but that's, go ahead. She's just trying to confuse things. So then she goes, so um, Brittany goes, oh, so you met her at the lake. And she goes, yes. And she goes, did you talk to her? And she goes, no. The next says, no. And she goes, you sure about that? And the next goes, oh, well, I might've bought raffle tickets from her. And we were like, dude, it's a yes or no question. Oh my freaking so, God. So then I said, so then I said, so you bought raffle tickets? From someone, but you had zero conversation with yeah. the person. Right. She, you, you, it was just a silent transaction, right? Silent transaction. And I don't even, I don't even think she gave an answer that was audible. The judge had to tell her to raise her voice. It didn't matter what her answer was at that point. Right. All that mattered is the judge heard me call out how illogical that is for her to say, oh, I only talked to her once at the beach, but I never talked to her at the beach and I never talked to her buying raffle tickets. So the answer is, yes, you have met this witness in the past. You've spoken to her before the days of the alleged incident. And now why is this idiot going to keep coming five days after it's been adjourned and adjourned and adjourned and adjourned? And this person has no stake in this. She's your friend. OK, and Brittany caught her on that and she caught her on that. Good. All right. So that was the end of our family wizard messages. But yeah. then we start going into logic, just pure goddamn logic. Right. So um, Brittany said, you know, uh, there was no evidence presented and, uh, you know, the witness hasn't testified yet. And she starts talking about, well, let me ask you a question. On the day of this incident, when this is all going on, who went to the police station first, you or Mac? And what was her answer to that? Do you remember? I honestly don't remember because I think she said it was, I think she said, well, I called first. Mm -hmm. Something like that. I call, I called first again. It's a yes. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's a Mac or you question. It's not a, I called first. I asked who went there first. Right. The judge had to clarify that actually, you know, and then we talked about how far away the station is from the place where she was sitting at the football field. We talked about this. Okay, go ahead. So the, so the police station. So Brittany says, okay, so um, how far is the police station from the football field? And the next goes, I don't know. I've never timed it. And Brittany goes, well, you've been to the police station, right? And she goes, yeah. And she goes, and you've been to the football field? She goes, yeah. She goes, how far is it? And again, the idiot goes, I don't know. I've never timed it. And then you go, if it's, it's a more than five or less than five minutes. Right. Drive. And she goes, and, and under her breath again, under. Okay. Yes. And, and you go, I see. You go, so let me just get this straight. A hundred people at the football field, two people recording, and what you're essentially alleging was child abuse. You could have walked to the to the police station and instead you elected to send our family wizard messages. And then you start going into. That was a great. That was a great question. And then you said. And I believe. Sorry, yeah. I believe her answer to that was something again. Um, I'm surprised they didn't object to that question, mm -hmm. but they left me alone. And um, she chose to answer and she said something like something silly. She said, um, well, I chose not to, you know, it was his parenting time, something like that, which branched us off into another whole set of questions that yep. really just, she got caught up in. So oh. she really does, you know, the more she spoke, the worse, the worse it was for her. Yeah. The, she just, the more she talks, she just digs herself into a hole. And then Brittany goes, well, she goes, let's go back to the people recording. Right. She goes, there's a hundred people there. And you, uh, you alleged that two were recording. She goes, Brittany, you said, how do you know that they were recording Mac? Uh, oh, okay. But wait, but wait, go back. Because I said, did you talk to the people who were recording? Who were they? Mm -hmm. She said, I don't know. And I said, so wait, you know that these people were recording, but you don't know who they were. Mm -hmm. 
No. So you've never had a conversation with either of them. No. And you don't know their names. You're telling me no. Okay. So how do you know you're recording? Again, it was because I saw people recording and observing. And I said, okay. And there were many different age groups of practice there going on. There was at least a hundred people by your own testimony. Right. She says, right. She can't deny it. And I said, so you didn't, you never saw the video, right? No. She said she never saw the video. She never even spoken to the person with the video. I said, so how could you possibly know that they were recording what was happening with Matt and your family? Mm-hmm. How do you not know they weren't recording their child on the yeah. field? Nobody can see or something else. Shrugged. Yeah, they could have been recording anything. And, and, and she said, I, I don't know. She said, I don't know. I assume- and what did the, and I what did the judge do? And what did the judge do during that questioning? I don't remember. Tell me. He was nodding his head and he let off a little smirk for the first time. I watched the judge the entire trial. I watched the judge. First day, I watched her. I watched her next a lot. Okay. But the judge, I always love to pick up on his body language. If he's nodding, it's, it's, it's almost, he can't control it. It's just this innate thing that happens. If he's shaking his head, I know, Oh, if I see him lean forward, I know I'm pushing on the topic too much. Yep. You know, that was something we talked about. That was his way of saying, like, I think he was nodding saying like, that's the question I want to hear. Yeah. You know, recording Mac is a football field. It's 2023. How do you know he wasn't, they're not recording their kids at the football practice. How do you know uh, the nod, the nod, it, it really, the impact it had on me was much later. I saw it in the moment acknowledged it and then really thought about it later and thought, yes, wow. That was, you know, everything that I get from him is validating that, you know, I, 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 I know the way he feels about this case. I read the transcripts mm-hmm. that, you know, ugh. I, I love I, that day couldn't have gone better. All right. Yeah. So what do you, what do you want to talk about next? Cause there's so now I'm really, there's like really a lot that happens. There's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, mean I have notes in front of me, but then, all right. So Brittany starts going in. So let's get this straight, right? We're here because you allege that there was either a lunge or a flinch made by Mac towards you. And that's why we're here. And so Brittany asked, were you holding either of the children when Mac made this alleged lunge and what was her answer? Um, I don't recall. I recall asking it like this. You were holding your son when this happened, right? And she said, no, but she testified in prior events saying that she was. I said, so, okay. So you weren't holding him. And then we pulled up the transcripts and we read into the record where she had testified that she was holding her son. Mm -hmm. And then two lines later, we read that she had testified that she was holding her daughter. Oh. And th- we got pushed a lot on the ju- from the judge by this, but I will give Mac a lot of credit because he, he was really adamant that I, that I pushed and I, and I asked this and he kept saying this because two lines later on the transcript, two lines later, she says, son, then daughter. Mm-hmm. She didn't even know then, who she was holding when she's alleging all this shit. And then we go to the part of the testimony where you specifically say to her, put our daughter down. I will not grab her from your arms. Right. And she admitted that that happened yes. and that it put her down. And then I got to say, so no, so your daughter was not grabbed from your arms that day. Right. Right. Yep. Right. Your son was not grabbed from your arms that day. Right. 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 Okay. No one was hurt that day. Were no, they? No one was hurt. Nope. Were you nope. hurt? Nope. It's hurt. Nope. Was anybody there hurt? No. No, no, I probably that I mean, and and I and I did let's just go back a second, probably repeated this question at the second time. And all of this went on. You testified for about 45 minutes, 35, 30, 35 minutes, 40 minutes, 45 minutes, she says. Mm-hmm. Really, she testified to 10 and 45, mm-hmm. but whatever. She can't it what she, doesn't matter what she said, it just mattered that I got to the next question, which was. Really, and nobody decided to interfere. What you're calling, you know, led child abuse. Everyone saw this. Well, you had Every- another great question too. I know, I know, I know. Your other question was: so, what was Max' motive then for this alleged lunge? In your opinion, I said because, in your opinion, she can't know his mind, his his Max train of thinking, right? But in her opinion, she can tell the court what she thinks. 
Um, and I got to say, there's two questions I asked that I said, oh, this is pretty ballsy. I, you usually on cross only ask the questions you know the answers to. But with somebody like Kurt, you have a field day when you get to ask a question open-ended in response to something you're just learning. Because mm-hmm. she's the one who will jump to give you a quick answer. And all of a sudden now she's got herself lying to somebody. And her answer is, well, I lied to that person or whatever it is. Yeah. So I did have another great question. What did I say? Well, after you said, what was the motive for Mac lunging at you? She said, I don't know. Maybe he was mad that the kids wanted to come with me and they don't like him. It's like, dude, come on. You're an idiot. But then this is another great question you asked. Oh, oh, oh. I said, I, I, I said, but I did say. Ever, said, you, you allege that he's hit you in private many times. And she said, of oh, course, no. many times. And then what was your next question? Well, again, I have to give you credit because on the fly, you wrote this down and I love that you picked up on it because the next question was with Max help. Um, well, I mean, we're getting there. So, so has he ever, wait, have you, has he ever hit you before? Yes. She testified to that, uh, presented no evidence, by the way, none whatsoever of being hit, no bruises, no marks, no nothing, because it doesn't exist right. now. Then I said, mom, but he, but he's not. He's never hit you in public, right? She says, oh, no. Nope. So, so you testified earlier that you didn't go over to him to stop what was allegedly happening with your son, right? The incident, because you were afraid of him. Mm-hmm. But why would be afraid of him if he's never hit you in public by your own admission and... There's over a hundred people there, some of which are videoing and observing by your own admission. Mm. None of this adds up. I don't, even, I don't even know what she said to that. But again, I, it doesn't matter. Yeah, this is this kind of a mantra that we've adopted. Her questions no longer matter. Because no, 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 her answer, her answer. Her answers, I'm sorry. Her answers no longer matter because she can't gaslight a judge. The judge sees it. Right. And then so after that, this is another fucking dumb answer she gave. You go, you know, you you admitted that this is on Max parenting time. Right. And you go and things were pretty turbulent at the time. Right. And she goes, no. And you go. But, oh, God, that was amazing. Yeah, there was a lot of shocking. I mean, at the beginning, this was at the beginning where she said no. And I said, so you weren't ordered by court order to communicate exclusively about the children through the Our Family Wizard app. Yo, and she didn't know what the word exclusively meant, remember? Yeah, yeah, that's what, yes, you made that note for me. I think she's struggling with exclusively. So I had to, I had to clarify that I, when I say exclusively, I mean only only about the children can you talk on this app. Mm -hmm. You are permitted to still speak other times, but when discussing the children, it's only about this app. I said, you know, I said, because typically this is not ordered when everything is copacetic. So help me understand here. Why is this order in place? Again, I don't know what her answer was. I don't recall what her, I don't, you know what? I think the judge got involved. Oh, I think this is when um, your next is attorney stood up tried to interrupt and 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 give some answers to some of the questions yep and um that you know about that talk about that that is what happened that pissed me off because it happened last time what we did cross for 30 minutes maybe and um the judge and the other attorney wouldn't wouldn't let me get a question out without you know they're rushing 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 they want to get they want to get through with it um and so they wouldn't let me get a question out with either she was objecting and then filling in what I think Miss Parisi is trying to get to is this, and the response we have for that is this. She was testifying for the witness. We were at the end of that 30 minutes and that last court date. I decided not to make a big deal out of it. I wanted to leave there and then start fresh the next time, which was this last court date. Mm-hmm. So I went in this last court date and said, no, no, I'm not getting, that's not happening against me. So I stood up and I said, you know, your honor, could you please ask counsel to stop testifying for her client, to stop interrupting the questions and filling in with what her understanding is of the situation. Uh, uh, she did it last time. I didn't mm-hmm. say anything, okay? I'm not, 
I'm not going to do it again. And the judge said, yes, counsel, I will uh, grant that. I don't, I, I'll grant that. And I will admonish, I will admonish Nexus counsel. Um, Talk about the word admonish. Cause I actually didn't know what that means. I know what exclusively means, but I didn't know what admonish means. Yeah, admonish, admonish, you know, if we were just talking like everyday colloquial language, we say, um, you're getting a real strong warning. Okay. Hey, don't pull that shit again or else I'll be pissed. That's basically mm-hmm. what he was saying. But admonish means to warn or reprimand firmly in a serious mm-hmm. setting. So, so I don't think it's Nexus a strong attorney, word. I don't think Nexus attorney is going to do that shit again. No, he told her with He said within the first three questions, he said, could we get through three questions without you making an objection? Mm-hmm. Could we? Let's let's just try to get through this this day. That's what the judge said. Let's get through three mm-hmm. questions without an objection. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now, so this is actually we're coming to the end of this. the The testimony went on for about two hours. But the way I've been relating this to you and friends and family and stuff is, I feel like we kind of squeezed all the juice out of that berry, and we started moving down the line to more evidence. And when we started doing that. The judge stopped us and he sensed that it was coming to, you know, we were transitioning and the judge said, you know, we're coming to the lunch break, but I'd like to invite you guys back for the afternoon session. And I said, sure, I'm in. Brittany said, sure, I'm in. The next said, sure, I'm in. But her lawyer goes, I'm sorry, Your Honor, I just recently had a death in the family and I'm so behind on work and I have so many other court dates and motions I have to prepare for. Um, I can't do this afternoon, but we can reschedule for, you know, next, next, you know, hearing. And so he gave me a, a thing in two weeks. Okay. Now you and I have been talking a lot about what that meant. And now I'm going to pay off that story I told in the beginning about the guy who got up and fuck you to the judge. And I'm going to go kill that motherfucker who put the restraining order on me. I was talking to a good friend of mine and my friend said, think about all the people he has to deal with. And he had to deal with that guy in the morning. I mean, that's what he's going through on a day-to-day basis. And he's noticing that, oh, wait, There's a lot to this case. There's a lot to this guy's evidence. And there's a lot to this cross-exam. And I think we made a lot of good movement this week, Brittany. I think we made a lot of good movement in terms of the judge's perception of what's going on. I agree. We did make a lot of good movement. Although I will say his perception of what's going on prior to me starting cross-examination was already spot on. I read it page six of the transcript. It's my favorite line of the entire transcript of, of all the transcripts I've read, where he really clarifies and nails down what he's looking for. And he's asking a question to the, to the Nexus attorney. What does this have to do with anything? Why do you want to present this information? Mm-hmm. And he says, does, was it directed at plaintiff? Meaning what you're talking about, are you going to tell me something that was directed at the kids or was directed at the next? Because the law says if it was directed at the kids, that is a different issue. It's not for a restraining order. That is for a custody evaluation case. And all of her evidence and all of her testimony is about the children. And that, that, so, so I, um, I've already been cleared by DCP and P. So, and I'm going to have to, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 you know, let's just say the judge was in a good mood. He let me talk about things for a lot longer than I ever thought he'd let me talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, we got we got some stuff in him fr- in front of him uh, at the end. We got some fireman Jack and stuff uh, in front of him. Well, yeah. Right? So right before it ends, I, I leaned over to Brittany and I go, expand parenting time. And Brittany he said- has. Your honor, you know, my client is enjoying Tuesday dinners and every other weekend with his kids, but the weekends I don't have with my kids, I have to go from Tuesday to Tuesday without a dinner date. So I go a whole week without seeing them, which is still not fair. So Brittany goes furthermore, the kids, as we understand, we, so, um, we were told that I couldn't have dinner dates on Thursday because the kids had therapy. I reached out to the therapist and they confirmed with me. That's not true. I, um, she not true every week. Yeah. We caught them in a lie Uh that week, that week. 
Yeah. And then also they signed him up for extracurricular football activities or baseball or soccer, whatever the hell sport it is. I can't go to, but, um, and that's another reason why I can't have parenting time. And then, and then also you said, you know, they're also staying at a strange man's house and getting hit, uh, getting dog and yeah, I have evidence of the kids getting bit by the, my nexus, you know, fireman John's dog, and they're sleeping in the bed with his kids. He's a strange man. And the whole time I'm looking at Nex and, and the attorney and they're shaking their heads, whatever. And unfortunately, right, the judge goes, listen, it's five minutes before the court closes for lunch. You know, we can't bring these huge issues up to solve them up in five minutes. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, Brittany's giving me the finger. <laughs> giving the finger on no one. Uh, I know I'm, it's frustrating, but listen, it's it's frustrating for me. But I get it. I get it. Um, I, I don't. I'm sorry. I disagree. I mean, I, I'm glad you get it, and I'm glad you're not upset about it. I'm pissy about it because here's why. That's how we've done it at every other court date. Okay, he, he's moved your parenting time along. He's allowed Nexus attorney to get up there and babble at the mouth about pooping this pants and pooping that pants and pooping everyone's pants. It doesn't happen at anyone else's, but Nexus house because no one else has seen it. No one else knows about it. And you know, he he's this big of an issue. I mean, they, they were trying to take away parenting time. The last time we we're there, they're still sticking to the story that they've been saying since day one. And it's getting old. It's getting I old. They, I love when they stick to their guns and end up shooting themselves. Every single time. Yeah. So I want to go back though. One little educational piece of this podcast, right? You were just talking about transcripts and you mentioned to me that I didn't, mm. that we can get what for free. Yeah. So, okay. I'm just like two minutes of a breakdown of what the transcript is and why it's important. So the transcript is the written version for it's an audio and written version of every word that's said in court when you are quote on the record. Okay. Mm -hmm. So during COVID times, we lost stenographers. The court reporters would sit normally in the room, type up on that keyboard machine that was shorthand, and then go back to their office. They'd take the shorthand, put it into a program, and it would spit out a, a transcript that was like fully written into full words, not shorthand. Mm -hmm. And it would always be in a certain format. You, so this way, you can go back after trial, order the transcript, and see every word that was said. Because you might forget what you asked. I don't take notes when I'm asking cross-examination questions. I've got other people taking notes, right? So the problem is, is that everyone assumes that the judge has a transcript. The judge gets the transcript automatically. That is not true. Why? This is a business. The court reporters are not working for the court. They work for other companies. So they have to get paid. If you want a transcript of any court hearing that you've had, I want to say in the last at least five years, um, probably go back further. Um, you have two options. You can get a written transcript, which is way expensive when you do at least two to three hours of testimony. I mean, we're talking six to $800 for about three hours of testimony. Um, depends the company. But what you can always, always, always do is you can request the audio uh, transcript. The audio transcript is always free. So all you're doing is listening to it and you'll be able to identify the speakers. We'll be able to identify the speakers. I want to know what I said, what I didn't say, what she said, what she didn't say. Cause we've gotten the, the transcripts for the first two, you know, two sets of or uh, direct examination questions. And that's what we're referring back to every single time. Yeah. So listen, it was a, yeah. So it was a really good day in court. I haven't had many losses. I haven't had any losses in court, to be honest. And, you know, I started off this episode and you were laughing and, uh, you know, I said, we kind of greased the slide and next session, it's only two weeks away, less than two weeks away. When this episode comes out, we're going to push her down that slide and hopefully we could finish cross. And, you know, you had a theory that perhaps he invited us back for the afternoon because he might want to make a decision already. He might not need to hear me. I hope he does hear me because I want to bury you with everything. But I might, my evidence might be so strong. Then I didn't present that much. I really did our, our family wizard messages and logic. <laughs> That's it. You know? Yeah, it was really her, her own words. Is We presented her own words in writing and in, in verbal test, oral testimony. Yes. That was our evidence. Our evidence was like, look at this specimen sitting up next to you, judge. 
Yeah. Look at incorrectly incorrect. And now let's see what <laughs> she comes up with today. How did much merch it? are we going to make off of this? Did you present any video now, uh, video evidence? Not to the best of my knowledge. What a fucking wacko. Anyway, guys, this is going to go downhill. And like, so I wanted to finally present in some a good way in a good way. Yeah. But I wanted the wheels are going to start going downhill. And I, I, I wanted to come on here and like, I still have Brittany, you know, I have really, really strong evidence, but this single situation was approached by logic. If this, testimony continues on by her i will continue to present more evidence on this podcast um hell i might even put it up on instagram if you'll let me <laughs> no 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 anyway no, no, no. so listen thank you for doing this episode with us if you guys want to follow Brittany, um you know you could follow her on instagram it's at parisi p-a-r-i-s-i family law underscore new jersey um no, no matter where you are in the country Feel free to reach out to her. Go ahead, Brittany. Yeah, I was going to say, I love I love how you always get my handle off just a little bit. So it's at Parisi, P-A-R-I-S-I, family law underscore N-J. It, does, does it, write, it doesn't write out New Jersey, but that's okay. Um, yeah, I've actually had a lot of people reach out to me from the podcast, I have to say. And, um, you know, just giving words of encouragement, saying good luck morning of your trial you when we were in court yes oh it was my that was my that was my best friend and then it was a, another listener of the podcast who texted while we were in court saying good luck at max trial please yeah. send him hugs and love for me <laughs> um, it was really it was that was you know that was a moment was of, of wow okay this is you know i'm here representing this one person and this 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 thing affects you know my client's life and his children's lives and all of his family's lives. But I'm really here for more than that because, you know, winning this trial is all great and dandy, but neither of us are looking to stop there. I'm sure as hell not. We're not. And there's going to, you know, I've, I've mentioned it a few times on this podcast. There's sort of some big expansion plans that are coming down the pike and uh, I'll be able to talk more about it once we win this goddamn thing and I can reveal my face and I can stop being such a vigilante about everything. But uh, yeah, there's some big things coming, guys. So stay tuned. Brittany, thank you so much for coming on the episode again. I'm sure this will be well-received. And uh, again, reach out to Brittany on Instagram. If you have any questions, concerns, hit her up, okay? Thank you. I love thank everyone. You. I love all the supporters on here. So you, it really is encouraging. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Until next time, everybody.